Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 22nd of July. As the viral video of two cookie women being paraded naked by a mob triggered protests in several parts of the country, the Manipur police today said the fifth accused in the case has been arrested. The accused has been identified as a 19-year-old boy. Previously, four other suspects were apprehended and remanded in 11-day police custody on 21st of July. The incident, which involved molestation of a woman and gang rape of another, took place on 4th of May. The incident's video surfaced on social media on 19th of July, inciting widespread outrage and condemnation. In Tamil Nadu districts, women's association have taken the lead in staging protests against the violence in Manipur. Meanwhile, Charkhan Chief Minister Heman Sorin also expressed his anguish over the unspeakable torture of women in Manipur and wrote a letter to President Draupadi Murmu urging her to take steps to ensure peace in Manipur. He emphasised that the country cannot allow tribals in Manipur to be treated in such a barbaric way. Several Naga civil society organisations in Manipur, including the United Naga Council and All Naga Students Association Manipur, also strongly condemned the inhuman act. They demanded that the Manipur government take immediate action and ensure justice for the victims through a fast-track court. Rajya Sabha MP Kapil Sibyl called for decisive action in Manipur, stating that the only way forward was to sack Chief Minister N. Birin Singh and impose President's rule in the state. He highlighted the need for accountability and emphasised that the situation in Manipur has not changed despite previous incidents of violence against women in the country. Amid extensive criticism, the BJP alleged that a similar incident had happened in West Bengal, where two tribal women were allegedly stripped naked and tortured a few days ago. The party accused the state police of being mute spectators of the crime. In West Bengal's Malda district, two tribal women were stripped naked and beaten by a frenzied mob on 19th of July, the BJP has alleged. The party's IT department head in West Bengal, Amit Malvia, shared a blurred video of the incident and slammed Mamta Banerjee for her response to the incident. He accused her of remaining silent and only expressing outrage later for political gain purportedly referring to her criticism of the BJP in the Manipur viral video case. The Srinambul Congress hit back saying that the women were caught stealing at a local market and were at the receiving end of public outrage. Locals said five tribal women from the Manikchak area of Malda had come to the local market to sell products and were caught stealing from other women. Three of them managed to escape while two women were allegedly caught by the other women in the market and beaten up, Indian Express reported. The death toll from the rain-induced landslide in Ishilwali village of Maharashtra's Raigar district rose to 25 today, with over 100 still missing. The National Disaster Response Force recovered nine more bodies from the debris at the village. Meanwhile, the India Meteorological Department today issued a warning of heavy to extremely heavy rains in isolated places in the Ghat or hilly areas of Pune district, Konkan and Madhya Maharashtra. In another incident, several houses collapsed due to heavy rainfall at Himachal Pradesh's Rampur. In Telangana, heavy rains led to damage to roads and water logging was reported in various cities, including Hyderabad. Odisha experiences light to moderate rainfall due to low-pressure area in the Bay of Bengal, with the likelihood of continued rainfall until July 27. In Jammu and Kashmir, traffic movement on the Jammu-Srinagar Highway was suspended due to heavy rains and landslides, affecting over 3,000 Amarnath pilgrims on their way to Kashmir. Following the Punjab governor's statement that the special assembly session held last month might have breached laws and procedures, Chief Minister Bhagwant Man expressed his disappointment today. He remarked that it was very unfortunate that Governor Banwari Lal Purohit did not seem to know whether the 19th to 20th June session was legal or illegal. 
Mann defended the Special Assembly session, stating that it was called after consulting constitutional experts. He highlighted that during the previous Amrinder Singh government's tenure, the Assembly session was called twice without the governor's permission. Governor Purohit's letter on 17th of July had expressed concerns about the legality of the bills passed during the special session. Mann criticized the governor for questioning the bills. The issue arose after Mann urged the governor to sign the Sikh Gurdwara Amendment Bill 2023, which is aimed at enabling a free-to-air telecast of Gurbani from the Golden Temple in Amritsar, one of the four bills passed during the 20th to 21st June session. Regarding the live broadcast of the Gurbani from the Golden Temple, Mann criticized the Shirumani Gurdwara Prabandhak Committee for allowing a particular channel to continue airing the Sikh religious hymns. The agreement between the two sides expires on 23rd of July. The AAP-led state government and the SGPC have been at odds over the broadcast rights of Gurbani from the Sikh shrine in Amritsar, with Mann advocating for its free telecast on all TV channels. Listeners, on June 20th, the Aadmi Party government amended the Sikh Gurdwaras Act 1925, which administers certain Sikh Gurdwaras across Punjab, Haryana, Himachal Pradesh and Chandigarh. The government's intent was the democratization of spiritual broadcasts. But despite the AAP seeming legalitarian move, the amendment stirred controversy among opposition parties and the Sikh electorate. So where does the truth lie? To know more, read my story titled Balancing Act or Power Struggle, the story of Gurbani's broadcast from the Golden Temple on newslaundry.com. We're able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Today, Israeli forces shot and killed a Palestinian man in disputed circumstances in the northern West Bank in the wee hours of today, adding to the ongoing surge of violence in the region. According to the Israeli army's statement, two Palestinian men allegedly attempted to drive a car into soldiers near Sebastia, close to Nablus in the occupied West Bank. In response, the soldiers opened fire, killing one man and injuring the other. However, the Hindu reported that the claim could not be independently verified. The Palestinian Ministry of Health identified the deceased as 18-year-old Fawzi Hani. The family of the victims disputed the Israeli army's version, stating that the two young men were not targeting soldiers but were ambushed while driving with their cars being heavily shot at. Reports mentioned that Hani had recently passed his high school exams and was in good spirits before the shooting. The incident occurred just hours after another 17-year-old Palestinian was killed by Israeli fire in a separate incident elsewhere in the West Bank. The tensions between Israel and the Palestinians have intensified in the West Bank, especially after Israel's nearly nightly raids into Palestinian areas in response to a series of attacks against Israelis. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed. Pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.